Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And Lindsay, this is going to be a really good episode. And I got to say, it reminds me of one of our favorite shows when we were younger that was on MTV called Fear. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh. We loved that show. Yes. So as I was researching this, I realized that this was actually the location of one of our favorite episodes. And there was a key term, the sugar shack, that I will never oh. forget. And I always thought, where was that place? I could not remember. This is it, Lindsay. I have a vague recollection of the Sugar Shack episode as well, but I don't really remember all the details. So uh, I don't even know the location. It's a new location for us. And there's just, there's a lot of activity. This is very notorious haunt. I honestly can't believe we haven't done it already. This is your haunted holiday at the West Virginia State Penitentiary in Moundsville, West Virginia. So there was one episode of MTV Sphere that I remember there was a contestant. And for all of you that are not familiar with this, of course, you can Google it. But it was just a funny show. They would take a, a group of people. They would put them in a really notoriously haunted location. And then they would have them do tasks, like really scary things like, you know, go sit in this super creepy room by yourself in the dark, you know, just things that were really scary. You know, the people that could complete the missions won, I think, some money or something at the end. But it was for me and Lisa. I mean, we love that kind of stuff. Is this the one, Lisa, where the guy had a task to sit in the electric chair? I think it is, Lindsay, because there is an electric chair that's still here that you can see to this day if you go on one of the tours called the Old Sparky. And I'm pretty sure it's the same location. It, it really this guy was tasked to sit in an electric chair and it is one of the funniest scenes of like any of the episodes it was just i mean it would be totally terrifying i, I mean but this guy's reaction was so funny I bet we could find a YouTube clip of it and like post it on the website for you guys to go check out. I'm going to definitely look for a clip of that. But this also had the notorious Sugar Shack location, which is a room in this penitentiary that I'm going to talk a little bit about. But they really did catch some stuff, I think, on that episode of Fear. There, they did catch some voices and different anomalies, which was interesting. And I just immediately was like, wow, this place is really haunted from watching that episode forever ago. But let me tell you a little bit about the history of West Virginia State Penitentiary. It was commissioned in 1866, so it is quite old. It is very gothic looking building. So it, I mean, it's kind of scary looking, honestly, to this day. And they say about this place that it housed some of the most violent criminals in the U.S. In fact, according to the Department of Justice, it was listed as the top 10 most violent correctional facilities when it was open. Mm, that means a lot. I mean, we've covered some other jails and prisons, and there's usually a lot of violence that occurs. It's just the reality. 
And this was a particularly violent one. You know, we went to the squirrel cage jail. A lot of the people that were there were there for things like jaywalking or, you know, drinking too much alcohol in public. That is not the case here. This is like a serious penitentiary where serious criminals were housed and very violent individuals. And on top of that, there was torture that was occurring in this location. There was overcrowding. At any given time, there was approximately 2,000 prisoners held here in cells that were five foot by seven foot, which think about that like five foot is shorter than me and I'm like pretty short and there would be at least two people in the cells sometimes Lindsay when it was particularly overcrowded three people in a five by seven cell it would just be terrible I cannot even imagine no so there was rats bugs broken plumbing you know it just deteriorated and deteriorated worse and worse in 1986 it's actually known for a riot that occurred there partially because of these conditions they were kind of protesting that and about 20 inmates gathered together and said we're gonna overtake this prison and decide they kind of planned on a day that was more of like a holiday so there'd be less security there they ambushed people and they took like 16 hostages it was a several day event luckily none of the hostages were killed but three inmates died as a result of this riot that took place here a prison riot would be so scary i i mean it goes on set right like can you imagine if you were working there and oh my god i would just i'd be so freaked out it'd be terrifying it would be absolutely terrifying but aside from the riot there is at least that we are aware of 36 murders that took place there at the prison. So people murdering other prisoners, maybe um, somebody that worked there. Primarily, these were prisoners though that were murdered. I'll give you a couple examples. And they usually were not murders, by the way, that were just like your average you hear about happening in prison. A lot of times these murders were there to make a statement. So they would like behead people and just do awful, awful things to their fellow inmates. There was one guy named R.D. Wall. And he was supposedly a snitch. At least that's what his fellow inmates believed was that he had snitched on somebody for something. And he ended up getting attacked in the boiler room by three other inmates with what is described as dull shivs. And they proceeded to dismember him and leave his body in pieces on the floor of the boiler room. Horrible. Oh my gosh. What a nightmare. There was also a man there that went by the nickname of Red, and apparently he just was not a particularly liked person. As he exited his cell, somebody ambushed him and stabbed him numerous times, leaving him to die inside of his cell. And spoiler alert, Red's cell is particularly haunted. (laughs) Right. There's got to be a reason you're bringing up Red. I mean, a lot of... What's crazy is you say there's at least 36 murders that occurred here. That's a lot for any building. Like imagine like notoriously haunted locations that just maybe even have one murder and it's notoriously haunted and there's all kinds of activity. Now take that and multiply it by 36. I mean, it's just an indicator to me that of the potential. 
Right, and this is just the handful of ones that I'm going to talk about. There was also supposedly a maintenance worker that did a lot of his work in the basement. People suspected that he was spying on the prisoners and then would report it back to the people working there, like, you know, so-and-so smuggling in XYZ. So because they thought he was spying on them, they ended up murdering him down in the basement maintenance area. Jeez, that's that's wild. Like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me either because how are they... How are they getting there, like, without somebody watching? You'd think that if somebody was given privileges, you know, to go down into a basement maintenance area without security around, you know, they would have been, like, a well-behaved prisoner. But who the heck knows? I mean, I watch enough lockup, you know, on the weekends when it streams. But, I mean, who knows what it was like back in the day, too. I can't even imagine. And that's that's the worst of it. But, you know, that sugar shack area that I talked about that was in that episode that I had seen years ago, it is a name of like a recreation room that the prisoners would use. And that is where a lot of like gambling would take place and trades between people. But that ultimately would result in fights and murders and rapes. So there was like, a lot of violence that occurred in that particular section particularly because that's where a lot of people came together. Right. It makes sense. So Sugar Shack is one area that's definitely considered haunted. So not only was there a ton of violence and murder that occurred here with very violent people that were housed in this facility, there was a lot of executions that took place here. In fact, All in all, there was 94 executions that took place at this prison, which I think is a lot. That is a lot. Most of those were hangings because it was before the electric chair. Later in the years, there was an electric chair built, old Sparky, again, still there to this day. There was only nine executions done via electric chair. Everything, so 80-some were done via hanging. And some of the time, Lindsay, these hangings were botched. And let me give you a couple examples of these. There was one guy named Orville Atkins, and as they were getting ready to put the noose on his neck, they accidentally opened the trap door so the noose wasn't around his neck yet, and he fell 20 feet onto a stone flooring where he was still alive. He survived the fall, but I'm sure he was, like, dazed and injured, and they just pulled him back up, put the noose around his neck, and finished it. Finished it. Oh my gosh, that is brutal! Like horrible. I can't. How how long ago was this? Like, a long time ago. This was probably like a hundred years ago, Lindsay. Okay. Now there was one that was a little bit later. So back in these times, for a lot of this, the executions were public. They would put them in this front area that's kind of like an entry gate, I guess I would call it. And that's where they would do these hangings so that the public could come and view whichever execution they decided they wanted to view, which personally, like I cannot imagine wanting to view an execution of somebody I mean I could understand how you know like family members of people murdered by you know someone who's being you know put to death may want to go view something like that but yeah I have no interest in 
in watching that kind of thing. I've even heard like the electric chair, granted, like they botched some hangings and stuff. The electric chair can be botched too. And it can take a long time for those people to die. It just sounds horrible all around. It does sound horrible. Well, here is an example of horribleness that was so bad that they decided these would no longer be public executions. It would be invitation only to maybe those impacted by these individuals crimes there was a man named frank hire who i guess murdered his wife is what he was accused of and when they released the trap door and the rope basically snapped around the guy's neck just his sheer body weight decapitated him instantly holy crap and the whole crowd saw it and of course was just horrified that's just crazy i cannot even imagine i mean think about it way back in the day like people used to bring their kids to executions and and stuff like that like that's i don't know it's just it's violence it's just not a good thing i i I don't like it this wasn't even that long ago it was like 1930 i think oh wow well lots of horrible stuff has happened here and in the 1980s there was actually a case brought to the West Virginia Supreme Court basically saying you know this is inhumane treatment right and the Supreme Court did decide that this was considered cruel and unusual punishment to house people in a five by seven cell particularly Mm -hmm. small area and they were ordered to close their doors they did have some time to be able to accomplish that and move prisoners into local jails or you know other prisons elsewhere and ultimately this penitentiary closed in 1995 oh wow so it didn't close that long ago think about it when that episode of fear came out it was probably 20 years ago it probably wasn't that long after this place closed i i had no idea This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So, Lindsay, this place basically has everything. 
in terms of ghostly activity. I mean, maybe not everything, but all the stuff that you'd want to look for. And it is supposed to be very active. People that work there today as volunteers or actual employees, they have experienced numerous things, including apparitions, shadows, voices, door slamming, knocking on cell doors, footsteps. So, I mean, this is the place where I mean, you just never know what you're going to see because there are so many horrible things and death that occurred here. But not only that, Lindsay, they think that it may have been built on a Native American burial ground. Get out of here. <laughs> Every time this comes up, I mean, I, I'm skeptical about it, you know, because we hear this a lot, right? But keep continue i'm sorry to cut you off i just every time it comes up it's kind of funny and i'm not going to go into it into too much detail but there does seem to be some possibility of that because just across the street from where the prison is today there does appear to be some evidence that there may be some burial ground of some tribes and there was very old tribes that that were there right there in the surrounding area so mm -hmm. it wouldn't be crazy to say that although there has not been any evidence as far as i'm aware that they dug up any skeletons or you know anything that would indicate that i think considering the fact that there is evidence of native americans being in that general vicinity and the fact that this place is just so haunted they say maybe there is a curse related to that Got it. Got it. I think it doesn't even need a curse just considering all of the history. But I mean, at least there's some evidence to say, yes, maybe there really was some sort of Native American uh, burial ground or maybe the land was haunted before the building was built. I mean, I think there could be something to that in a lot of cases where especially when like the tragedy just isn't there, the history doesn't account for why it might be haunted. Right. And so that's where you go. OK, so maybe people were here before. Now, the first reports of ghosts at this location was actually all the way back in the 1930s. Guards at night would report seeing prisoners that were outside of areas that they should have been at that time. And in fact, the apparitions were so clear to them that a lot of times they would sound off the alarms and say, you know, hey, we need to be searching for somebody in this area. I just spotted somebody. And of course, they would never see them. That's really interesting because I was thinking, gosh, if they if they closed in 1995 and they opened up way back in 1866 and you've had all of this death, the odds are high that the people working there, the people living there probably dealt with some ghosts. Absolutely. And the saying here, too, I guess, was that if you die in the prison like your soul can't leave and i don't know where that stems from but even the prisoners were known to say that and i wonder if it goes back to maybe some of the ghostly experiences that they were encountering themselves right and who who the heck wants that that's the last place i would want to hang out after i die it is not your ideal ghost vacation destination that is, is for sure it's not I would say these spirits probably are trapped. We talked about the maintenance man who was murdered in the basement because he was supposedly spying on the prisoners. He is seen quite a bit in the basement area of this prison. And they even say that sometimes the equipment itself down there will malfunction and they are attributing it to this guy. Some other things that you want to 
to look and listen for there is this really cool and it's pretty known for this this kind of circular barred entryway that kept like the warden's quarters away from where the prisoners were but as prisoners would enter the prison this like spinning jail bars thing almost like a revolving door would spin around to let them in and they say to this day that sometimes that will spin on its own almost like it's bringing in you know more prisoners Mm -hmm. there's also voices sometimes that they will hear that say help i'm trapped oh what a nightmare i'm sure they are like that's kind of sad really I mean, granted, prisoners, but at the end of the day, they're they're human beings, you right. know. And they probably, and like we said, right? Like, why would anybody hang out here unless it's residual energy, which I'm sure a lot of it is, or maybe somebody really is truly trapped there for whatever right. reason. Right, right. And I mean, here's the reality. Like, there's probably some, like, pretty bad folks that went through there that did some terrible things, but there's probably plenty of people that just made some bad decisions and ended up stuck in this place. I mean, we're human beings, we're flawed, right? And so there's plenty of probably, you know, decent people that were there. It's just it's sad to hear, you know, a, a, even a spirit, you know, saying help, you know, in some way, right? Right. Some other notorious places that you want to look for activity here, the Sugar Shack I mentioned, there are apparently in that area, a lot of voices, particularly voices of people arguing in that area of the prison and people experience that a lot in that particular area you also want to look for activity in the boiler room that's where that one guy was shivved to death dismembered apparently a lot of confrontations happened in the boiler room it was kind of a private area it was a dangerous place for people to go if especially if you had somebody like out for you this is where a lot of times they would decide that they were going to you know, do you some harm. So Boiler Room is really known to have a lot of stuff happen there. There is apparitions, there is the sound of people crying, and then there's also people will actually get grabbed and physically touched by something in this space. Very scary, but I would be so curious. I've I've mentioned on the show before, I've never had that occur at any haunted place. I don't know if I really want that to occur, but I, I just you know it'd be interesting yes i agree i i would be scared to. Get it would touched. freak me out yeah that would freak me out too some other places to look at is the shower area death row the psych ward the chapel all kinds of activity in all of those locations i mentioned red earlier in the program who was murdered just outside of his cell he his cell in particular is known to have a lot of activity around it tapping noises footsteps you can even hear his kind of raspy voice like crying out for help sometimes and you can even see his apparition in the cell oh cool i would that would be a good thing to catch definitely the other area that i'd like to talk about the last one is what they call the North Wagon Gate. And this is actually where they would do those executions a lot. So a lot of people died here. 94 people were executed in this location. Not all of them were via hanging, but I mean, a significant number, right, were killed at this spot. 
And if you think about it, the people that were killed here, assuming they were guilty, were like the worst of the worst, right? If you are being sentenced to death, typically you have murdered somebody or done something absolutely atrocious and have been convicted of that. So what people feel in this location is a feeling of being watched and they also have like just a feeling that something evil is in that space. I could see. I could see how that could could be possible. Yeah, it makes sense. The last ghost that I am going to talk about is people say the scariest figure in this building. And this figure is seen throughout and it makes me think since it's not you know in one spot and it tends to be in different locations that it's probably intelligent and this is what they call the shadow man this is a tall dark figure with no real apparent features that you can see just completely dark and they say that this figure is very intimidating. So like if you see it, like it's not gonna just like back down and necessarily disappear right away. Like it's supposed to be quite frightening to the people that see it. Mm, that's so interesting. Cause yeah, usually when people claim to see like shadow men or, or something like that, it's usually like a quick, you know, they see it out of their corner of their eye or they see it and it disappears quickly. It's not something that kind of hangs around very long by the time you notice it. So Lindsay, this place is like haunted paranormal hunters dream come true. This is all about the haunting. So you can take historic guided tours during the day if you don't you know, have the guts to go and hang out at night and do a paranormal investigation. And you could do that for relatively cheap for about $14. And it's open most days of the week. And even from a historic perspective, I think that would actually be a really cool tour. And kids of all ages are invited to go to those. But they offer a lot. And before I get into the paranormal related tours, there are a couple other things that this place offers that is really cool during Halloween they have a haunted house that's like you know for fun called the dungeon of horrors for $20 a person to get in it's supposed to be quite scary they also have an escape room that you oh, can cool. go to that's like set around like you have been sentenced to death and the warden has you know whatever like those kind of escape room plots <laughs> but you're in an actual prison trying to escape that's cool I love those it sounds like a lot of fun. So that is not just even Halloween time. That is year round that you can set that up. And then they in September, they're also having a paranormal convention here. And there's different ticket prices to get into the convention center. But then if you pay a little extra, you get to stay late and do a big ghost hunt situation. That sounds fun. I'm all about that. That late stay and like meeting some people that are also interested in the paranormal like we are totally they have a ton of different ghost hunting options so really i'm just going to cover a couple of them i highly recommend if you are going through west virginia or there and you're interested in this like go to their website 
The prices are actually really reasonable, in my opinion. However, it does not look like, just based on looking at the website, that they're going to be providing you equipment. So you need to bring your flashlights. You need to wear tennis shoes. Don't be wearing open-toe heels or, you know, something like that, right? Pack snacks. If you have any ghost hunting equipment, bring that along with you. So make sure that you're prepared. Now, the the main one that most people probably do is what they call the public ghost hunt and it is a six hour overnight investigation that is $75 a person so by public they mean it's not private right so they're going to book so many slots for a night and they're very serious on their website like this is not a time for people to be like making crazy noises and screaming and acting nuts like you need to respect that other people are going to be ghost hunting too so I wouldn't worry about the fact that there's other people there the other thing that you can book is the private tour that is six hours as well it is up to 20 guests for just around a thousand bucks okay I mean that's that's a lot but you know, if you had that many people, I could see it wouldn't be that bad. Yes. They're splitting the cost. Yeah, I agree. And there are some other shorter options out there for less money as well. There are kind of like twilight tours and stuff like that that are, you know, half the time, like three hours for $40 and stuff like that. So go on the website, see which one is the best option for you. Um, but do keep in mind that they do not have heating or air conditioning in this location, which makes me even like sadder for some of the people that had to stay here as a prisoner, because can you imagine, you know, the fluctuations of the weather? So you need to come prepared for that. If it's summer, be prepared for it to be hot. If it's winter, make sure that you are dressed um, to keep yourself warm. Well, this place sounds really cool. I think I'm going to have to go track down that old episode that I haven't seen of beer in so long. But, you know, we're just never in that area, I feel like, Lisa. But we, what a cool place. I mean, I think I'd be totally freaked out ghost hunting in one of these really like scary prisons where a lot of violence occurred. But I think we got to test it out, Lisa, and we got we to gotta try it one of these nights. There's so many options for yeah. haunted, like really scary penitentiaries. Like we have to do one. I mean, there's they're all over the place. Yeah, no kidding. There, and there's like there's really big notorious ones, right? Eastern State Penitentiary, Waverly Hills. I mean, lots of places to go. All right. Well, we appreciate everyone. Uh, that listens to the show, you know, as we do our podcast, spread the word. If you know people that are interested in this kind of thing, make sure you're rating us five stars. If you're enjoying the show as well, it really helps us to engage more listeners. Go to our website, go to yourhauntedholiday.com, hit contact us, send us an email, send us a recommendation. If you know of a cool place that we haven't covered yet, send it our way as well as any ghost stories that you have. Sometimes we read those at the end of the episode. All right, everyone have a great week and thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.